Hi, good morning, and today is the 19th of September, um, 2021, and every week we do a sort of look back at the news from Zimmer and Peacock for the week, and so this is a look back at the news for the uh, from Zimmer and Peacock for the week starting the um, 13th of September, um, 2021, and um, I can just see that um, Aftab's come online, so morning Aftab. As I say, this is kind of meant to be a fairly light um um, vlog and podcast so after the after the vlog's gone out we turn it into a podcast because we have had some interest that people you know they, they, they want to listen to it rather than always have to watch it which is completely cool so we're going to put this out as a podcast as well so just some news um, from Zimmer and Peacock um, for this week just to say that um, it's a month away but on the um, on the 20th no, actually, it's on the um, 19th of October 2021. We will be um, visiting um, NTNU in Norway. So NTNU is, I think, one of the sort of highest regarded universities in Norway. We've had... Uh, yeah, sorry about the new timing. I, I appreciate somebody just said that the new timing. Yes, we've moved the new timing to 8 a.m. on Sundays. And my apologies for that. Uh, but yes, this is the new timing. I don't expect lots of people to have to get up and listen to this vlog at 8 a.m. on Sundays. Um, but, you know, you can always catch it later on, let's say, um, because it's posted on YouTube. So, yeah, we'll be visiting um, NTNU on the 19th of October 2021. Um, it's titled, um, if I go to the link, uh, it's titled Shemi Dagen. So, um, Shemi Dagen just means kind of chemistry day um, in Norwegian. And so we'll be going there and um, promoting the fact that, you know, this summer alone we had um, two students, two summer students come from um, NTNU to work with us. And I know that at least two full-time employees at ZP um, or two members of the team at ZP also did their um, degrees and their postgraduate degrees. Hi, Saran. Nice to see you. Um, also did their... Um, degrees in their PhDs at NTNU. So just a bit of news on the um, 19th of October 2021. Um, if you happen to know some students or you are a student at NTNU, um, we will be visiting there and essentially promoting ourselves and promoting that students, you know, apply for roles with us at Zimmer and Peacock. So that's just a little bit of um, news on the recruitment front. Um, we also had our weekly webinar this week and we did touch upon um, the fact that chili samples are um, a lot like, like lot, lots of real world samples, like lots of food samples. Um, they're quite heterogeneous. They can be quite lumpy. They can have liquid in them. They can have seeds in them. Um, and so this prompted a bit of a discussion at our um, weekly ZP Developer Zone um, webinar which we put out at 8 a.m. London time every Thursday. The reason I raise it now is, and it's quite nice that Saran's online, is because um, following this, we've kind of realized that actually we might be able to do a bit of a mechanical engineering solution around this. We've got, at Zimmer and Peacock, we do a lot of biosensor development, you know, for human health. But sometimes, and maybe more and more, you know, we're starting to get into doing testing on food, and it's not just chili sensing it might also be looking for molecules in animal fat and so with these more complicated matrices getting 
the getting to that molecule of interest, which might be quite buried in within some fat or in some tissue, um, can be quite hard. And so we are starting to now um, think about mechanical solutions to sort of grind it up, break it up, get at those molecules. <coughs> Excuse me. So I thought that would be interesting because Saran's online. I also think it's interesting because Aftab's online as well. And this is, you know, food testing is definitely an in, an area of interest. Um, I believe in you know in India as well because we get those kind of inquiries. So um, that was just a little bit of news that came out of the um, weekly developer zone. So just some other things that um, I also want to mention um, Technando. Um, it's probably just worth me mentioning um, to Saran, who's one of our engineers, that um, Technando is our um, distributor um, in India. Um, Aftab is online as well, and he heads up um, Technando. Um, as part of the ZP Developer Zone, we have some files that are freely available to people for downloads. And um, at Technando, because they have the 3D printing and they have the engineering ability, they've started to make these um, 3D prints available to the um, Indian community. So if you're interested, if you're in India and you're interested in um, plotting out or printing out some of these um, 3D flow cells, then um, maybe contact the guys at um, Tekan, I'm oh, sorry, Technando. Now, something else that we discussed this week, and I haven't done a good job of promoting this. There is a webinar this um, week we're doing it with um, with palm sense and we're actually going to do it on salinity so we did a bit of a section this week um, where we talked about how to measure conductivity and how to measure cal um, how to calculate salinity but I haven't done an amazing job of actually promoting the fact that um, Yes, on the 22nd of September, I think at about 3 p.m. Central European time, there actually is a um, a webinar with PalmSense. So my apologies for not over-promoting that, but it will be on Salinity. And so um, this week at the ZP Developer Zone, we did talk about Salinity and conductivity, but it would be more probably quite useful to actually then also attend that webinar that we're doing um, with palm sense as well and we'll be using um the sense it's smart and if you're in india and you're interested in the sense it's smart then i would head over to the um, technando website and um, you should be able to get it from them as well so um that was just something that we talked about this might be um interesting as well um i think both to um the guy the two guys that are, are online today this might be interesting um, at Zimmer and Peacock, we do have a very well-invested, very robust nitrate sensing system. Um, and we also offer um, basically sensor development for soil um, monitoring. You know, I think this is going to be one of the biggest markets in the world in the future. We'll be um, building biosensors for agricultural applications. Um, I know that Elon Musk off, um, suggests that people don't go into the financial services; they actually go into agriculture, and I think he's got a pro you know he's got a point because agriculture adds real value. You know, the financial services, you know, do they add real value or do they just kind of move money around and make a percentage as they go? Obviously, you know that needs to be debated a bit more. But 
um, what I would like to say is, you know, at Zimmer Pigot, we do believe that actually agriculture and agricultural sensors are really important. I mean, this is how we're going to, you know, help feed the billions of people that are coming. And we're, we're glad they are coming, but we do want to make sure that they are well fed. And it's not just about increasing the amount of farm usage. Um, at ZP, we've done some studies and we've, you know, by putting nitrate sensors into the soil, you discover that actually two-thirds of the fertilizers that are used are not necessarily required. And for us, um, you know, that's a really startling discovery. It tells you that two-thirds of the production is unrequired. And therefore, you could have redu reduced both the local pollution by you know, approximately two-thirds. And you could have also reduced the greenhouse gases that go into producing nitrates. Producing fertilizers is one of the biggest producers of greenhouse gases. So it's important to develop and make farming more precise. They call it precision farming. At Zimmer and Peacock, we offer um, nutrient sensing development as a service. So I just want to touch upon that. And in the photos, those who are watching the vlog, you'll see some very large stacks of soil that we have in our labs. And you'll see, you know, all these cables coming into the stacks. And this is because we've got temperature, humidity and light and nutrient sensors in these stacks. So we're very set up for doing um, parallel soil testing. So um, just some news from Zimmer Peacock on that. Um also, we have some very fine engineers, and we've got engineers from all around the world in our company. You know, obviously, guys from India and Bangladesh. Um, we've got guys from the US. We've got guys from Norway. We've got guys from the UK, France, Spain. I think it's South Africa. I think every continent is represented apart from Antarctica. But the reason I mention it is because one of the guys who's um, from Scotland is leading a project on MEMS. And they're doing a really fine job. So at ZP, yeah, we do, you know, um, screen printed electrodes. We do sputtering. Um, but we also do MEMS and BioMEMS and fabrication, um, which is not something we're, let's say, so well known for. Um, but it is something that um, we do. So I just want to sort of um, touch upon that. And now um, this is something that's... Um, quite close to my heart. I think on Thursday we'll probably end up touching on this a bit more deeply. But um, at ZP, you know, one of the it, it, you always get dragged back to this in the world of biosensing that you know glucose is the biggest, let's say, biosensor on the market. I think the blood glucose meter is probably worth about fifteen billion per annum. Um, now, in some markets, that's small, but in our market, it's fairly big, and it actually accounts for about half the you know the revenue in the market. So it would be brilliant that, um, or this it is brilliant that CGM technologies are coming along. These continuous glucose monitoring technologies. Some people are very interested in actually doing completely non-invasive glucose monitoring. Um, what they're doing is they're using different parts of the magnetics, the electromagnetic spectrum. So you've got people using radio frequency. You've got people, some people using like Rama spectroscopy, some people using um, UV um, vis spectroscopy, some people using infrared, um, but they're all using different parts of spectroscopy. Um, and we'll probably touch again on this at 8 a.m. on Thursday. But, I mean, a lot of money has been put into completely non-invasive glucose monitoring. And it hasn't come about yet. 
and the kind of people that put money into this you know include people like apple you know so the the sort of very billion the very well funded companies have also tried so that we'll touch upon this as well but we are having inquiries about non-invasive cgm so i thought it was interesting that we maybe return return to that topic and also i did get an inquiry about um reverse iontophoresis this week um reverse iontophoresis is a method by which you essentially put voltage through the skin and it may it forces a current to flow and when you get a current to flow ions move and when ions move you can move liquid and now reverse iontophoresis has been around for um two decades at least um i've talked about this and ali and people like aftab have, have seen the webinars but um there is a renaissance in it it's because some of the original patents have gone off patent now so um there's a sort of people are jumping back into it so we do get inquiries about it so we just put up a little page um, about um, reverse iontophoresis so as i say i apologize that we did actually we have moved this um webinar from 8 p.m on sundays to 8 a.m and i know it's caught a few people out it's very hard to announce something like that um we don't like to send out lots of unsolicited emails so um, if you are missing it because of that, we apologize, but of course it is recorded, so hopefully you can kind of catch back up. So on the 19th of October, we'll be at NTNU. If you're in Norway, please talk to colleagues about that. We did do a webinar this week about dealing with complex samples, including Chile, but I think that is actually going to inspire some mechanical solutions. So um, we've got a couple of engineers working upon that. Um, we have... Um, talked about um, Technando is able to, they, they represent us in India and they're able to um, 3D print as a service for their colleagues in India. There is a webinar on the 22nd of September with PalmSense, which will complement, um, yeah, that's an interesting comment actually. So there's a webinar on the 22nd of September um, with PalmSense and so our notes on conductivity and salinity will complement that webinar um, and yes, Aftab has just made a very interesting comment that there are a lot of companies in India um, doing, let's say, non-invasive CGM monitoring. And so I would just make a quick comment that people like Technando and people like um, Zimmer and Peacock, we can add value to these um, CGM companies who are doing non-invasive CGM technologies because at ZP, this is a, um, a commercial CGM. Um, that I happen to have, so we have a you know it's a commercial CGM. You can basically you know put it onto the arm and continuously monitor the um, glucose. That means then that you we can essentially run trials where the new non-invasive CGM is being tested and the traditional CGM is being tested, and so that gives us the ability to run AI algorithms um, where we've got the Let's say the truth, which comes from the CGM sensor, the traditional CGM sensor, which is um, invasive. And then we can also be monitoring the signal from the new generation of non-invasive CGM. So that's a just quick call out to um, AFTAB, that even if companies are interested in doing non-invasive, obviously our expertise in the traditional technology can be the baseline against which then they can then develop their non-invasive solutions. Um, yeah, and um, I'm just looking at Saran's comments as well. So then finally, um, also don't forget about ZP in terms of um, we're very interested in 
agriculture go forward and put his sensors into um, the soil. We have a very strong MEMS group, which might be interesting even for people doing non-invasive CGM. We will talk about non-invasive CGM as well again on um, Thursday at 8 a.m. And I think related to actually um, non-invasive CGM is this reverse iontophoresis. Reverse iontophoresis is a sort of is on the border between invasive and non-invasive. You would describe it as minimally invasive. Okay, so there's a lot of chat there. I appreciate um, um, Aftab and Saran coming along this morning. Saran, you don't have to get out of bed quite so early on a Sunday. Um, I, we'll just put it up online afterwards anyway. But yeah, and if you want to catch this as a podcast, it'll also be a we'll also um, list it as a podcast as well. All right, guys, um, I will catch you soon. And um, yeah, in fact, you might see some of these um, the webinar on Thursday at eight AM actually coming from Norway because the um, the world is opening back up. I'll be flying to Norway tomorrow, and so we'll be doing this um, our. ZP Developer Zone webinar from Norway on Thursday. All right, thanks very much. Take care, guys, and see you tomorrow, Saran and Aftab. I'll catch you online. All right, take care. Bye bye.